Hello, and welcome to Sugar Daddies, the podcast where two grown men rate and review seasonally available and limited edition sweets and candies. As always with me is my buddy, Chris. And as always with me is my friend, Alex. Hey, Chris, how's it going today? Good. Awesome. This is our very last episode of 2016. So in celebration of the end of the year, what better food than popcorn? So 2016 was a real turd of a year. I think for the most part, everyone can agree on that. Let's not focus on that bad stuff. Let's try to think of something good that happened this year. Something that we were excited about. Oh, well, that's that's really obvious for me. Uh, we had our third child. Oh, fun. Yeah. So uh, we have our four-month-old uh, boy, and it's it's been a whirlwind, but it's been wonderful. But yeah, so that, that was that was kind of the highlight of my year. Uh, what about you, Chris? Uh, I finally beat my high score on Pac-Man, which oh. is pretty exciting. Well, congratulations. Finally cracked uh, 30,000 points. So good. I don't want to say our accomplishments are equal. But, you know, 30,000 30, is certainly a lot of points. I mean, you, you have Coco. So that's... Yeah. Oh, that's another thing, too. Coco graduated from from school. She has a diploma. How many diplomas do your children have? They're going to have a bunch, Chris. They're going to have a bunch. <laughs> huh. So currently three children, zero diplomas. That seems That does not seem like a great ratio. Darn it. So we've had a lot of of flavor vehicles during these first few months of the podcast yeah that's true we've had everything from uh biscuits to hard candies to sodas yep we had oreos in there we had pop tarts this is a vehicle we have not touched yet but it is so fertile popcorn delightful delightful popcorn i mean who doesn't love popcorn i suppose as long as you have a mouth and a heart uh, so the three flavors that we've got, actually, we have technically four. We have three bags of popcorn. One's a mix, though. Very exciting. So let's start off our popcorn journey with Popcorn Indiana's own chocolate peanut butter drizzle corn. I did not realize that bag's at drizzle corn until I just looked at it. Fun fact about this. Popcorn Indiana is an actual city. Yeah. That is in no way affiliated with the popcorn brand. Yeah, it was merely inspired. So the popcorn brand decided that they really liked the idea of a town being called Popcorn. And they said, hey, let's create a wonderful story and name our company after this. Yeah, even on their website, they say, yes, it's a real place. Yes, you can visit it. No, you would not want to, though. So I think the inspiration lies more in the fact that it's called Popcorn than anything inside of the town. Yeah. Being inspiring. Although they do grow corn, so. In general, there's not a lot to say. It's a, I feel like chocolate peanut butter uh, popcorn is, it's a pretty good combination. I don't think it's particularly unique. It is a limited edition flavor from Popcorn Indiana. So it definitely suits our needs for the podcast. It also has one of our favorite things to find on packaging, which is a disconcerting warning label. Oh yeah, this, this is a good one. The warning on the bag says... Do not microwave this bag. May contain unpopped kernels and sugar lumps. So I get not microwaving it. It's got a shiny inside. It's probably metal. I get warning people about unpopped kernels. Yeah, you wouldn't want to crack a crown. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a little unclear why you warn people about sugar lumps. Is this a warning to diabetics? It seems like if you're going to eat something called 
chocolate peanut butter drizzle corn, you're probably not worried about the sugar content. You know what is handy, though, Alex? Popcorn Indiana also gives us a 1-800 number that we can call. Oh, well, thank God. Uh, They do ask you, though, to have the bag handy next to you. I don't know if that's a proof of purchase situation. Uh, yeah. Should we, should we eat this? We've talked a lot about this popcorn at this point. Yeah, let's dive in. This smell. It smells amazing. We've just been standing here chatting with each other, smelling the popcorn. <laughs> let's dive in. This smells too good to ignore. Yummo. All right, everyone. Hold on to your hats. When you cover popcorn and chocolate and peanut butter, it's delicious. Yeah, I, I don't know what else we can really say. We expected delicious. We got delicious. So we're clearly going to recommend this at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. Here's the problem, though. Do we know where your parents got this? No idea. Okay. So we don't even know where to tell you to get it. Look, if you're really in a panic, I guess you can make your own. The recipe seems pretty simple. It's popcorn, chocolate, and peanut butter. Yeah, no, that seems about all that there is to it. It's actually, it's a really nice balance between the chocolate and the peanut butter. It's not overwhelmingly either. Yeah, the peanut butter is very subtle in it. It's not like uh, Reese's Pieces. Right. It's just more of like a nice salty hit after you get through that flavor of the chocolate. Yeah, it balances it very well. The only thing I would ding the popcorn on is it is pretty inconsistently covered. Yeah, the drizzle in the drizzle corn is a little light. And did you see any sugar lumps in there? No, I saw no sugar lumps. I don't even know what exactly a sugar lump would be. Do you think there was like an accident at the factory where just a big thing of sugar lumps fell onto the conveyor belt and they're like, well, can't pick them out. Just leave them in. Put a warning on the bag. I just imagine at the bottom of the bag is just like one lump of sugar. That's it. There's like no popcorn at the bottom of the bag. It's just, it's all sugar. So we've started with our baseline of deliciousness. Standard scientific popcorn tasting measures. We all learned this in high school. Let's move on to a little bit of a weird one, which is root beer. So it's a Sprecher brand. And if you're familiar with root beer, you know Sprecher because it's it's delicious. There's root beer and cream soda, and it's a combo bag. So we'll be kind of, it'll be interesting to, to taste these one at a time and in conjunction with each other as the Lord God intended, or at least as Sprecher intended. As per usual... I bought the food that we eat, and as most of the food I eat, at a hardware store. That's the only way to buy food. I don't even know where you would get food otherwise. The thing that caught my eye about this is the amazing packaging design. First, they start with a disgusting color of brown. Truth. And they pair that with a disgusting color of lighter brown. Also truth. Atop the logo is a filthy bird handling your food and spilling what I initially thought was caviar all over it. Yeah, actually, it looks a lot more like tapioca. Yes. Which doesn't actually make this better. And here's the thing. I'm thinking these are like cod eggs. This isn't like salmon or beluga caviar. Right, yeah. It's not the black. Guy. Yeah, this is like tilapia at best. Suffice it to say, it's supposed to be soda foam. So we're really hoping that the actual flavor of this is a lot better than the packaging design. All right. Let's see how these stack up. This was a decent root beer flavor. A bit too peppery for my liking. I thought it was a good balance myself, but okay. An artificial root beer is admittedly something I have kind of high standards for. Yeah, so my opinion may be a little skewed on that. So if you're 
a connoisseur of root beer might not meet your standards, but I would say competently done. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the cream soda, if you just handed me a fistful of the cream soda popcorn, I don't think I would have known it was cream soda flavored. It doesn't taste like cream soda. Not to say that it's bad. No, definitely it's not bad. It's a nice subtle flavor. Like an entire bag of that would probably be pretty good. Yeah, I found though, when you combined the two flavors, the root beer really just overpowered the cream soda. So if you're just shoveling this into your mouth fist after fist, you're not getting the full experience. Yeah, it's a little disappointing. I I wish there was a better balance of flavors, but on the whole, it's hard to it's hard to really knock this. As far as like a novelty flavor, I think the root beer hits its mark very well. I feel like if you brought this to the party, either this or just the straight bag of full root beer, you're still going to have most of a bowl left of this. Yeah, I don't think this would be the party favorite. Yeah. Well, on the other hand, if you brought the popcorn Indiana stuff, that is gone before you get a second helping. Yeah, which is always disappointing because it's, it's so good. And like you, you take a little bowl full and you're like, I don't want to take too much. And then you come back like 10 minutes later and it's gone. Yeah, it's a real tightrope you have to walk between bringing stuff that's so good, everyone loves it, and it improves everyone's day, but you don't get to enjoy as much of it as you like. You don't get to be selfish and bringing something that isn't touched. Our final popcorn of the night, and our very final food of 2016, is cookie pop popcorn cookies and cream. Uh, And it's spelled cream. Cream spelled how God intended it. And it harkens back to our very first episode. Yes. Like an Ouroboros eating its own tail, we've come full circle. And just like that first food we had, this looks like popcorn someone has dropped in dirt. There's there's no escaping that, I think, with cookies and cream. Cookies and cream is fundamentally food dirt. So among a delightful cookie popcorn explosion on the front of the bag, it also proudly boasts only 150 calories per serving. That's right. We checked the backs of all the bags tonight, and that actually has the most calories. The Sprecher only has 100 calories for the same serving size. Yeah. So as much as I kind of knocked the Sprecher, you know what? They get points for modesty. And even the really, I would almost say decadent Popcorn Indiana only has 140 calories. What is in Cookie Pop to make it more than peanut butter, which is basically nuts and fat. Well, let's see if those extra 10 calories are worth it. I'm excited. I'm going to throw it out there. Those extra 10 calories, not worth it. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. I don't know if they were worth it, but I sort of feel like there's a little bit of Oreo dust in my teeth now. Which, that's that's a good thing when it comes to cookies and cream. Yeah, I definitely have the Oreo dust in my teeth as well. No one is denying that. To me, it seemed more popcorn-y than it was cookies and cream. I actually thought the cookies and cream flavor stood out really nicely against the popcorn. I thought they did a nice job balancing that. Yeah, for me, it was just too weak. As opposed to the Muddy Pants? What was it? Muddy, muddy Buddies. Oh, yeah, the Muddy Buddies. As opposed to the Muddy Buddies. For those of you who are new listeners or have not gone all the way back to our first episode, uh, we had the Chex Muddy Buddies cookies and cream. That was almost 
too strong of a cookies and cream flavor. Yeah, I, I'm glad it wasn't as heavy-handed as the checks, but I guess you you are entitled to your opinion, I suppose, Chris. But all in all, I would say yeah, the extra 10 calories, not worth it for me. And what I'm confused by is what did they do with those 10 extra calories? Unless Popcorn Indiana is just straight out lying to us. Well, you know what it might be? We we sort of mentioned that the Popcorn Indiana stuff had a kind of a light drizzle factor, which is a new term <laughs> I just made up. One thing I will give the Cookie Pop, though, is that it does have a very consistent drizzle factor. So Arbit drizzle scale aside, what's important with this, Alex, is the party factor. How much is left in the bowl at the end of the night? I would say it's mostly gone. Uh, Even though I didn't care for it, I can agree with that. And I will say most of that eating action is done by one or two people who love it. That's probably true. I can definitely say my wife would be that person. Yeah. So even though I'm not going to say this is going to be for everyone, the people out there that love it will love it with a fiery passion. Yeah, I tend to agree. I'd have a handful or two. I may or may not have already had a handful or two. And we should point out while I was eating it, I was like, this isn't very good. I don't like this. It did not stop me from putting more in my mouth. So that's a good sign. Well, I think all in all, it's pretty good. And not a bad way to wrap up the year. Yeah. So since it's the end of the year and uh, it's our final episode of the year, I, I think we've had a, a really nice time doing this. I've really enjoyed my my time here. And I've had a lot of fun, too. Yeah. The holidays just kind of wrapped up um, and we didn't do a, a gift exchange then. So I thought I'd get you a little something. Um, oh, thank you. Let me. OK, let me get the paper off here. You did a beautiful job wrapping this. Oh, thank you. There you go. OK, let me get It's the Gilmore Girls box set. I knew you'd love it. Oh, my God. Oh, I got to figure out what season it is now. Um, it, my favorite episode of this where Norm and Cliff are trying to figure out the sex of Carla's baby. Oh, oh, the shenanigans they get up to. Oh, my wait, God. Wait, Thank wait, wait, you. Wait. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Gilmore Girls. The the show about the oh. high functioning alcoholics in Boston. Chris. Have you ever actually seen Gilmore Girls? Yeah, I've seen all 11 seasons when it aired back in the 80s on NBC. You're just talking about Cheers. Alex, that's impossible. The dream board I fixed to the wall clearly says Gilmore Girls. I... (sighs) Oh, Chris. Well, I've had fun doing this too, Alex, and I got you something else. Oh, you did? Oh, thanks, Chris. I got you. I got you this. It's a little something. Uh, I know you've had your eye on it for a while. Oh, th- wow. Uh, this, this is pretty big, Chris. Um, all right, well, I'm, I'm going to unwrap it here. Yeah. Careful. There's uh, just careful. This is just one of your old ferret cages. Keep looking. You never cleaned this, did you? Surprise! (laughs) Oh, Chris, you know me so well. Let's wrap up this episode and 2016 because the smell of that fair cage is really strong in this room. And I've got some Gilmore Girl episodes burning a hole in my pocket. Alex, where can people find us? 
People can find us on Facebook if they search for Sugar Daddy's Podcast. Or you can find us on Twitter at Sugar Daddy's Pod. And we like to post photos on Instagram at Sugar Daddy's Podcast. If you have a message that does not fit into 160 characters for Twitter, you can email us at comments at sugardaddiespodcast.com. Well, goodbye, 2016. Hello, 2017. Probably. <laughs>